Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome back to a whole new episode of Voice Logs. On today's episode, guys, we've got a pretty action-packed episode, as said by Peter. It's action-packed, um, and we've got a good amount of people in this channel, um, I feel. Good people and a good amount. Now, what we're going to do uh, for this episode, just to give you a quick rundown so you know where we're heading... We're going to introduce a whole new player to the Wonder Friends. I know we have been introducing the past couple weeks new people into the podcast, so get hyped. Here's another one for you, for your ears. We have another long-awaited return of a Wonder Friend. So she's going to talk a little bit about that, her return to the podcast. Then uh, we're going to talk a little bit about gaming because gaming's awesome, and especially during the break, you're gaming, so... Gonna talk a little bit about that. Gonna roll that into a little bit of a teaser review, non-spoiler, maybe spoiler thing about The Witcher on Netflix. We'll talk a little bit after, or maybe a lot of it, on Rise of Skywalker. We'll we'll see how that goes and how heated the debate gets. After that, you know we got Beater in here, so we gotta pop a Beater's corner. Beater will be talking. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We'll be ta- yeah. Yeah. And there, that was Darko. Um. What are we doing, Beater? They were, they were just excited for Beater's Corner. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's just so hyped about Beater's Corner. Like, I lost track of what I was going to say. What are we doing for Beater's Corner, Beater? Well, for Beater's Corner, we are talking about the well-needed cross-play of Minecraft. Yeah, it's kind of like a thick Minecraft update and our thoughts. Yes. And that'll be the episode for today, guys. So let's get into it, like, just right into it. Who is Darko? And why is Darko awesome? Let's get into it. Well, you, have, you now have the floor. Thank you, thank you. Hi, my name is Darko, and I am one of the Wonder Friends. Thank you all for having me here today. Um, I guess the reason I'm here today is because I'm actually a mutual friend of you guys. When did we first meet? A couple of years ago. Yeah. I it's got to be close to three years now that we first met. Yeah. We started hanging out maybe a year after that um, mm-hmm. because my girlfriend, Jessica, is best friends with Eleni. So we're Who mutuals. A, she appeared in a couple episodes back now, Eleni. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so if that's, you follow. But yeah, yeah so that's how we know each other. Um, what else would you like to know about me? Well, um, do you want to talk a little bit about, you know, what, what you're doing, uh, where, where you're headed, uh, like school and stuff like that? Just get like, who I mean, is Darko? You know, you, you don't have who to get too specific. Darko? We sure. only want your social security number, uh, but uh, actually, you know, um, your address, the last place but you ate card, at, yeah, um, basically that. your security questions. Yeah. Yeah. And then your, your password to your Gmail. That's all we need. <laughs> all, right, all right. So I guess I am a senior now, uh, studying public policy. Sure? Ooh. At a university, am I allowed to say which university? It, whatever you want, yeah. Okay, at Lewis you. University. I, I don't know how personal it's supposed to get here for security reasons, but yeah, Lewis <laughs> University. <laughs> uh, you can get as personal as you want, as, but you know, just know if you if you give out a social security number, I'm not liable. All right, I I, I respect that. Otis will be yeah. liable. That's fair. That's fair. So I am a senior studying public policy, which is a Kind of like political science, um, so that's what I'm 
getting into working for government and so, right now local politics. So where are you working at now? You said I think you have an internship, right? I do. I have an internship with my state representative. So Ooh. I've been there for Ooh. about two months now on break for the holidays. But so far, so good. So I'm hoping to expand out of there uh, once I graduate this May. So for sure. you heard it here first, guys. When Darko becomes the president of the United States... <laughs> You're gonna... You will be getting the logs from the White House. Yeah, yeah you will be getting the logs straight from the White House. Um, yeah, well, about that, if you want to learn more about Darko. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I was actually born in Romania, so um, as someone oh, not born in the United States, damn. that will not be possible. I mean, I can still be in the White House, but they're probably going to kick me out once I get there. Uh, you know, yeah, I'll have to sneak true. in. Vice um, president? Uh No. No, you have to be eligible to be president. Yeah. I think because it wouldn't make sense for me to kill the president and then not be eligible for so, their job. Oh. What would happen if you're the speaker gotcha. of the house? And I like how dark you have to say like that. <laughs> I mean, how else would I say? <laughs> He's like, you, you could have said, you know, if if um if I have to step in for the president, something like that. Like, <laughs> if I kill the president, yeah, yeah. Like, we're yeah, all like, thinking yeah, it. Yeah. We're all. all thinking of a like, everyone's at his door. Everyone's at his door. You just hear a bunch of knocks. <laughs> um. Sorry, Darian. I think we interrupted you. You kind of, you kind of. Yeah, there. no. I was trying to say, if you're the speaker of the house and both the president and the vice president die, wouldn't that make you the president? See, that's a good question. <laughs> and as a student of political science, I should know the answer, but I'm not sure. Um, that's a great answer. I think I'm eligible they, they to be the speaker. You're eligible I don't know after speaker. that. Yeah. Who knows? I don't <laughs> like, know. You know, food for thought. If if we get to that point, they just skip you. Like, yeah, probably. <laughs> they just skip over Darko. They're like, all right, uh, speak next one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who's next? Who who is next in line after the speaker? Uh, there's the president okay. pro tempore. Oh, okay, yeah. That's facts. Which is traditionally uh, the oldest, um, oldest member of the Senate. Yeah, pretty sure. Uh, don't quote me though, please don't. But they're also old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So are you yeah. talking Senate like Palpatine Senate or like <laughs> Peter? That's later. That's later. Sorry, sorry, God. Um. Okay, now what we're gonna do is I, I mean I, I still haven't heard Hussein's voice here. Hussein, are you there? Yeah, well, I am. We'll... I am here. Oh, okay. There we go. Hello. Everybody else has introduced themselves, but you haven't. So <laughs> get into it. And how about you ask Darko his first question? I have to ask him his first question. Yeah, we're doing yeah. A, a live Q&A. Darko has to answer any question you give him. Okay, what drew you into public policy? Oh, as oh well. okay, okay, I can answer this one. This is a good one. This is a good one. So I'll say, like, um, you know, I've been interested in politics and government for, you know, for a while now. I'd say mm -hmm. since my teenage years or, like, since middle school, you know, because it's interesting. I think a lot of people are interested in it. And especially now with social media, it's easy to become, you know, interested and kind of involved or at least informed. So I was always like that, but I never thought I could make a career out of it. I never thought I'd be studying it. Mm -hmm. um, but then, like, as I went through high school, I started being more drawn to it. It was what I was really interested in, what could what I could learn, you know? Yeah. Because there's, like, there's the math people, there's... English people, but like I, I was really good at the social studies, social sciences. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. And then.
And really, after, even after I graduated high school, I'm like, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know if I can do that. Mm -hmm. Because for a lot of people, it is a pipe dream. Draw. Like, they want to be president. Who doesn't want to be president? Yeah. But, um, mm -hmm. but after doing a year of college, I went to community college, right? I just mm -hmm. decided, you know, this is the thing for me. Because that's, it was the most interesting thing for me. I think it was the thing that would make me the most happiest. Yeah. That's true, yeah, because if you find a job you like, you never have to work a day in your life. Yeah, I've heard of that before, you know, and I agree. And like, yeah. also, it's kind of like what I'm good at, too. Yeah. it's I'm interested in it. I'm good at it. I can learn it. Mm -hmm. It's kind of my like speaking my language, you know. I agree. I yeah. mean, that's that's what it is. You know, the, the sad truth is that if you find something you love, it's it's not always that you're going to never work a day in your life because sometimes it's, you're just not going to work and not make any money yeah. from it. Um, but I think it's like you have to find a, a nice balance between something that you really enjoy and um, – Something, something that, that kind of challenges that you. Can, challenges you and something that you can grow into a, like a career for like a lifelong career. Uh, yeah. So yeah I kind of grew and, and I feel like I have a path forward with that too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. There's so many avenues to go. Yeah. You know, you, you, if you wanted to go be, uh, you know, the speaker of the house and then, you know, terminate the vice president, and the president and somehow become president, you know, you, that's an option. Right. <laughs> Od oddly enough, you know, and, since we're since we're on this question and since you've seen asked this question, how about you just do just a slight little welcome back little thing and because you're also into uh poly size, we like to call it. So how about you just get back into it, Hasina? Who are you and 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 where where have you where have you been? We miss you. Who am I and where have I been? Yes. That is um because I think well, most people may know you as Karen. Recognize my voice, yes. If yeah. they're frequent listeners of the logs, they would recognize my voice. As they should be. As they should oh, yeah. be. Maybe to it. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know how much details I am to give away for security purposes. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Which I'm... as many as Darko did. <laughs> Which is all of them. <laughs> okay, so I'll keep it more vague. Uh, I'm a second year at university, and I'm a political science major. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Epic. Okay. Epic. So nice, do you nice. and Darko talk political science all the time? I mean, that's all we talk about. I mean, in the middle of the night. <laughs> 3 a.m. I just added you on IG, Christina, yesterday. I, I realized. I was like, we've been friends for so long now. And I, I was like, who, the, who just added me? Because I, I was really trying to tag you. you in something. I'm like, oh, I guess we're not friends. Yeah. Now we are. Now it's official. Man. Because yeah. you're not friends on social media. You're not friends in real life. You know? Exactly. That's true. true. Yeah. The plot thickens there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, what 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 kept you from the logs this this whole time? What kept me from the logs? Uh, yeah. I don't know. You're the host. It's your map. Damn. Well, oh, I wow. <laughs> didn't see that coming. Honestly, no. I did not. Can't argue with logic. Can't argue with logic. Um, why would you say something so controversial? Get so brave. So get so brave. Well, I'm from the conspiracy series, so. Oh, that's true. You're that's, right about that's, that. That's, mm -hmm. Also, fact. reprising her role. Wow. Is, is this Karen in the chat or is this Hussein in the oh, chat? Yeah. I don't know. Karen has entered the chat. Um okay, let's move on with the questionings for Darko. Uh Darian, how about you ask the next question? Ask it really nice and really proud. Um <laughs> what I was gonna ask, what is your favorite TV show? Ooh. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Right now, you know, I'm not the kind of person who has like one set in stone i used to go through like periods of time and that's fair yeah you know like i like the office i used to like game of thrones before the ending season eight yeah 
Yeah, before season eight. Right now, I don't know. I'm not really watching anything. Just kind of like old stuff on Disney+. Plus. Favorite Ooh. TV show? Hmm. We could go to the past, too, you know. Yeah. Yeah, true, true. I mean, I'd, I'd say The Office. I've watched it several times. Yeah, that's I'm pretty, not a big TV big. person either, or a movie person. That's... Yeah. 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 Interesting. Okay. All right. All that's right. Cool. The Office is a very good pick. That means that's you're a funny true. guy, yeah. right? I, I'd like to think so. But hey, I also like SpongeBob. I like it a lot. Okay. SpongeBob's kind I, of I see you're a man of culture. I see you're a man of culture as well. How about Peter, your since since you are a mutual man of culture, how about you ask the next question to Darko? All right. My question for you, Darko, is how does it feel to be on your very first episode of The Logs? That's a good question. That is a good question. Good question. I was hoping nobody took that, man. I was hoping <laughs> on it for so long. <laughs> I've been excited to be on for like the entire day. I've just been so hyped up. Uh, earlier today, I was I was listening to some old old episodes just to brush up on like how you guys talk, how the discourse goes. Mm-hmm. Just so I'm ready and I'm worthy, so I'm I'm really pumped. I'm really happy to be here. Just We're really happy you're here. Just be part of the Wonder Friends and and just eating apps <laughs> and laughing. All right, I think I'm going to ask my question. My question, Go Dargo, is. Okay. I'm going to do like a two-parter because I'm the host. Um, I'm Andy Cheating. One is, do you play games? And if you do, where do you play them? Yeah. um, So I play games, not really multiplayer games. My kind of jam is more grand strategy. And I play on my PC. Ooh, PC Masters. Yeah, yeah, I play my Steam games. I I like the Paradox Game Studio and then, you know, Civilization Series. Oh, civilization's yeah. fun. Civilization is amazing. Have you been have you playing been playing the new uh Rising Storm? You know, I haven't gotten 6 actually. I'm still kind of hooked on 5. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. I, I'm 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 thinking of getting it soon though. Yeah, 6 is really good. Uh, I know that a lot of people were saying, you know, between 6 and 5 it's like 6 is kind of like a reskin of 5 mm. or something. Um but it's like it's re- it just like looks really really good and it plays really well. I didn't play too much of five, but mm-hmm. six is a pretty pretty nice update. It's more cartoony. That yeah, that nice. was like my kind of beef with it actually when it first came out. Yeah. Uh, just because like I didn't I didn't love the art style, but after these yeah. couple of DLCs, I've been researching into it, but it, it looks like it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I think what it is is I bought six first, and I played six for like you know mm. two hundred hours, and then. I bought five after on like a Steam sale, and I played it, and I was like, "Wow, this looks very dull compared to six. But I can see where you're coming from. Yeah. yeah. So, so I guess it's if you're like a long time, you know, uh, reoccurring fan of the series, you just buy everything. Yeah, you might say six is kind of like <laughs> a weird sort of uh, shift, but I I'll like have to six. get into it. Yeah. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool, and you know, it's always on sale in those Steam sales, like holiday sale, autumn oh, sale, sure. or whatever. So. Fifteen dollars. Last time I checked, right now, oh, wow. for yeah. the winter oh, wow. sale. So, yeah, might consider uh, it. So definitely, if you're considering it, and if anybody else is considering it, you know, let's just set up a quick lobby or something. You know, <laughs> set up a logs official lobby, <laughs> an official logs lobby. Um, now, Darko, my second, the second part to this question is, what gaming moment has stuck with you? Ooh, wow! Like my entire okay. life. Yeah, a game. That what you're moment. asking me? Yeah, of your entire life. One... Can it be a bad moment? 
it, whatever what it is, I... one flash bulb moment, huh? You get it, Otis? <laughs> nice psych, <laughs> psych major, psych major. All right, is uh-huh. just such a flashlight in your head, flash bulb. Sorry, you got it. Um, so a- a- as a kid, I played RuneScape. You guys know RuneScape? Me too. Yes. Me too. Yes. <laughs> Can you describe RuneScape a little bit? RuneScape is a mass online multiplayer game set in a fantasy medieval realm. So mm-hmm. it's multiplayer. There's other people there. You're playing in all these kingdoms, and you got skills, and you get money, and what have you. And you can trade your money to other people, which okay. is um, where this story takes place. Because Uh-oh. you got scammed. I got scammed. I got scammed bad. Oh, no. I was. Well, in... keep in mind the demographic is children, so I was in sixth grade. It's very easy. I was big grade time. Sixth grade. Here nor there. Ten years old. Ten or eleven years old. And this guy was there, like a small group of players, and he's like, whoever trades me the most money will get, like, this rare item, right? Yeah. And, like, uh-huh. That's how it always starts. It was like, uh, well, it was a rare item in, like, a stack of, like, hundreds of millions of coins. I'm like, I'm going to give him all my money. I'm going to sell all my stuff. Oh, my God. And I'll win oh, that oh, those oh, coins. So, yeah, I, I did that, and he logged out as soon as he got my cash. Wow. <laughs> Man. Wow. So that's, you know, that stuck with me mostly because it's it's kind of a life yeah. lesson if you think about yeah. it. Like if it if something sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah. Did you uh did you swear off multiplayer games after that? <laughs> I, I just had this really. I didn't like scream and yell or got really mad. I I I kind of did to myself, you know. So I had yeah. that hollow feeling true. in my stomach, but I rebuilt. Yeah. No. You rather yeah. learn from I mean, a game, but you came back stronger. I did. Yes. That's true. Your powers have doubled. Yes. Star Wars joke for you. My powers have doubled since you've left. This is the last. <laughs> Another Star Wars joke for you. No, it's a Star Wars kind of episode, you know. Heckin' yeah. Um, but wow, that's that's pretty traumatic, honestly. I mean, yeah. if if you go like your character was just like naked after that, you sold everything. Yeah, I really did, wow. and like I didn't have much to begin with. I was kind of a noob. That's fair. But, but still, you know, especially yeah. those like early things that, you know, you're trying to build up your character. Those. Yeah. Like, I, I always save my early equipment that the, the game gives you because you're like, mm-hmm. that was me. Yeah. You like put it in a chest and you're like, oh, look when I just started. Yeah. And then you just kind of go and look at it once now. in a while. And you're like, oh, okay. You just yeah, cry a little bit. Leaned out, but wow. learn my lesson. And, you know, if nothing else, at least, you know, you, 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 you avoid another time. That exactly. Happens, yes. you know? Never fell for it again. That's that's some deep stuff. Honestly. Uh, well, let's let's just go to the next section. I think. Let's go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's just uh, let's like pull the curtain and go to the next one. <laughs> let's uh, before we do so, let's just take like a ten second moment of silence for Darko's lost things. For Darko's character. Yeah. To get a ten second uh, moment for Darko's right. character. Let's, let's just everybody. I want you at home if you're listening to just uh, take some time and just 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 mourn the the character and and think about. I think about life and how how quickly it goes by. All right. That wasn't, I don't know if that was solid 10 seconds, but you know, it was, was, it was a long amount of time to think about something solid. It, it was well deserved. It was well deserved. Uh, now, what we're going to do here is head into the next section here where. We are talking about our current gaming thing. So yes. let's go down the line here and talk about, uh, Christina, what are you playing? What am I playing? 
yeah. Are you playing anything? Are you playing any games? Um, no, I'm not actually playing any games right at the moment. Why? <laughs> <laughs> no, why? 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 I, I, I don't know. Just nothing has really piqued my interest. One and two, it's it's not. I'm not much of a gamer. Peter, how about you? Let's pick. All right, I'm gonna close my eyes, guys. I'm gonna close my eyes and spin three times. All right, all right, all right. And it landed on Darko. Tell me. Uh, what game I'm playing on? Yes. Playing right now. Um, well, like I said, I don't really play many multiplayer games or anything. Um, but playing right now is called Hearts of Iron Four. Ooh. And yeah, it's basically a grand strategy game set in World War Two. So nice. You get like this big map. You can select any country you want and just play as them. And oh. you know you can take like a historical route, like I guess as things progressed in history, or like just go totally crazy, like restore a monarchy in France or something. Oh, wow, that seems that's like the, a very poly side. That's very intense. That's the kind that's of stuff intense. I like, you know, like politics and history. Yeah. That's why I like Civ too. Yeah, that's yeah. Civ, a lot of the things. Now we're going back to Civ. Um, <laughs> They're uh, they've introduced like the the World Congress in Civilization, and you could kind of mm-hmm. uh, fight. Like, this is in Rising Storm, and you can kind of you yeah. can sanction other countries and stuff like that, because a lot of the rising what Rising Storm is is uh, like climate change and things like that. And mm-hmm. if somebody's producing a lot of coal and they've got a lot of factories, you can you can say you know you better shut those down. We're going to sanction you. We're going to stop stop all trade with you. Things like that. Yeah, and I've been playing Civ. Like now, this winter break, I've had some more time on my hands, so I've played a couple of games, and I've I've actually like learned a lot, you know, through the years playing that game, just about oh, history and yeah, um, in general, world leaders. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really cool game. I used to play Civilization Revolution on the PlayStation Three. Yeah, I, I've heard about that. Never actually played it though. Yeah, it's a little bit more bare bones than what the PC offers, but right. it was fun for the time, especially for my that age when I was playing mm-hmm. it. I didn't have the you know all the mental capacity to do all the percentages <laughs> and stuff that yeah. were required for uh, for civilization. Trust me, I'd be using a calculator. <laughs> yeah, you just sit there on the side with a notebook and a calculator. Damn. Yeah. Well, that's what I did for Mass Effect. Like doing like the Sudoku stuff. I'd be like, okay, how do you do this? I've never played this before in my entire life. What do you do? Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, how about we move on to Darian? Darian, what are you playing? Are you playing any games right now? Um, not right now. I'm actually going through the process of studying for the CPA exam, so a lot of my time has been studying, but when I was at school, we'd always hang out with my friends. We'd always play Super Smash Bro or Mario Kart. Okay. Okay. So, Again, yeah. a man of, man of talent, a man of class. Man of class and culture. So I don't um, do it that much, but I still like to play when I have the time. Yeah. Okay, Darren, when are you taking your CPA exam so we can hype you up? So... My first one, because there's four exams. First one is probably oh going to be in one, two, three, four weeks. That's if I get approved, because I sent in my transcripts last Friday, and uh-huh. they're all on winter break, Christmas break. So yeah. it usually takes them, they say up to six weeks, to six to eight weeks, but most people say it's usually less than that. But yeah. with them being gone for two weeks, it might take them longer, so... Because the uh-huh. thing is, you have to sign up with the ProMetric site ahead of time before uh-huh. you can sit. And if I don't get oh, so you got to kind of like reserve a seat. Yeah, you kind of have to reserve a seat. There's limited seating. 
And so if oh. I don't get approved until like the 10th or something like that, the slots for the 25th might get filled up already. So then I might have to wait another week or so. So it really depends on oh, how long so it it's, takes. It's very that, dynamic. Got, yes. I did get the materials because I figured I have winter break. I can study every day. So because uh -huh. I go back to school on the 13th and then, you know, studying is a lot harder and trying to learn all this material while also taking you know four classes yeah that's true so that's wow. my timeline that's the first exam and then so, we'll so see your, your gaming console is that the textbook that textbook yes all right is, it's progressive. okay that's it is the story at least good you know is, the, it, is the, there room for a sequel is there room for a sequel? Is there room for a sequel? They're going to leave the, the entire CPA book at a cliffhanger. It's like, get the next one, and then you'll know more. The next one, this is going to be it. <laughs> this is going to be the one. I mean, the, the, the teachers try to be funny sometimes, so it, it is sometimes fun to watch. Yeah. Is the next CPA book going to be open world? I wish. Or is it going to be more bare bones? Is it going to be more bare bones <laughs> yeah. like a linear shooter? <laughs> We'll find out, man. We'll find out. Okay, man. Darren's gonna report back that back to us once yep. he once he knows all the information because we don't get false information exactly. here in the logs. So, exactly. yes, we only report facts. We only report facts. All right, Peter, what are your facts? Uh, what what are you doing? Uh, what am I doing? Uh, besides recording this episode and being uh, a super cool guy, I am. Yeah. I don't. Know, I, I guess the video games I'm playing is we've been playing a lot of uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two. I remember we touched yeah. on that yeah. in the last not in the last episode, excuse me, a couple episodes ago. Yeah, uh, we've been playing a lot of that. Uh, because of the new, uh, because of the new movie that uh, came out, uh, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, they added a bunch of like new outfits and new maps and yeah. new stuff and new people to play with and all that. Mm -hmm. So we've been kind of jumping in on that. That's a lot of fun. Uh, it's been a lot. That's of fun. a lot. Of I think we did. We we were you you're right. We we did. We, we reviewed it. Yanni.exe uh, has stopped working. Uh, we reviewed it a while back, uh, and we were talking about and that's pre-update. So there's there's some content that add, that's added this to mm -hmm. this one. Uh, we want to talk about it, like the um, the Sith Trooper on the, the Sith Trooper on the First Order side. Best. He does look very good. He looks the best. I'm not the biggest fan of his like gun and stuff. No, I the, I don't like uh, I saw I don't like that secondary fire where you have to hold the aim button for it because yeah. it's so it feels weird because like you're trying to aim to get something in and then all of a sudden you snipe someone from half across the map and you're just saying, oh maybe. Man. Yeah, and like I'm constantly pressing the aim button in and out so like I can actually you know yeah. aim, and and it just like, starts firing like green goo. I'm like, what the hell is this? Are we playing Ghostbusters? Yeah. I mean, you aim in, but yeah, just in but the wrong capacity. But it, it fires, and then it kind of you're like, what? Oh, what happened? Did I fire my mm -hmm. gun? And then like you know, you, his abilities you, are very nice. You press it. Yeah, his abilities are very nice. The you said you were playing the uh the gunman, the Ovisian uh, gunner, the Ovisian gunner uh, on he, the that gunner on the resistance side, he is unbelievably overpowered. I hope he doesn't get nerfed. I hope they kind of keep him where he is because his abilities, his top ability is you. Uh, he it's called like defensive stance, and what he does in that respect is that he'll um like his blaster. It'll go from like overheating back to regular, and he buffs his teammates around him and he heals yeah. them. Or he's got like a, or he's got like an anti tank missile, if you will, in like Star yeah. Wars version. That, that the other one will real, be that anti tank missile. Yeah. Uh, it will, yeah. and then his other one is he like just charges you like kind of like a he just tackles you like a football player, and his health is ridiculous. 
It's very good. Yeah. I would. I that Rise of Skywalker update's very good. And yeah. plus it added like the new outfit that Kylo Ren has where like mm-hmm. his mask fixed. And like you can that, also you can also buy like a like a twenty five dollar celebration upgrade. edition. Yeah. And you can upgrade and you can like get like all the skins and stuff. Which I have debated getting, but I'm still on the fence of getting because I was yeah. thinking about getting it because because it's everything. Uh, it's it's nice. The update, it's everything. The update is super nice. Yeah. You get skins, and you know me. I'm all about them cosmetics. Finally, have a new splash screen when you're in the loading screen, stuff like that. Yeah, finally. Yeah, I don't have like, to look at Inversio. I don't have to look at Inversio every game. I just have to look at every single helmet that existed for a trooper in the Star Wars universe ever. I would, I would prefer that. Yeah, but I yeah. would kind of prefer to if they had, like, for example, like when Obi Wan came out with, I believe, with uh, Grievous, uh-huh. then it would like the splash screen would be them, or like when Anakin and Dooku came out, it would be. Oh them. yeah, yeah. But, like that kind of stuff, kind of like events. Yeah. Because. But the thing that's kind of cool, like every time you come into the game, or every time you come back to the menu after like a game, you'll see the splash screen, and then you'll see like a different hero pop out. Like you'll see like maybe you'll have Luke one time, oh yeah, and then it comes out, and then you see like Palpatine, you know, with his cool little electricity. It's like oh cool. Yeah, um, that was a little bit of Barco Darko. Barco Darko. <laughs> that wasn't actually Darko. Sorry, Darko. Darko, sorry. Were you practicing your dog impression? Absolutely not. Yeah, oh, I'm not a yeah. werewolf. I'm a vampire. Excellent. I'm more of a night owl myself. Exposed, exposed right here on the logs. <laughs> Just right here on the logs. And another game I've been playing is uh, Grand, Theft, Grand Theft Auto Five. I got back into it ah. only because uh, my disc, my disc broke. Unfortunately, um, every time I would put it into the PlayStation, it's like you EMP'd it. It would be the weirdest thing ever. Like the game would download on itself, and then you would load it in. It would like load. It would say 60, 70, 80 you know 90 percent uh-huh and then and then the the console would say i don't this this disc is dirty like take it out and then you'd go to take it out and then the playstation like the the little latch for the disc it would get stuck and you couldn't take out the copy so like it was just this weird thing it was so weird like my console's fine it would like the disc or the ps4 was like i can't believe you've done this i can't yeah i can't believe you've done this and so i in the I, i had that disc for like probably two or three years as long as it was on ps4 yeah I so I threw it out. It was done for, and then one of my friends uh, bought it for me again as a Christmas gift, without obviously my knowledge, because that's what surprises are. Um, and then I loaded it in. I loaded back into it, and it's really fun. Uh, they added a new uh, new casino, like a yeah. new heist called the Casino Heist, mm-hmm. and or the Diamond Heist, <clears throat> and you just rob like one of the biggest casinos, probably another like Ocean's Eleven homage, like yeah. they always do. But it's it's really nice. I'm yeah. I'm hoping getting back into it is very nice. And uh, I'm very, yeah. very hopeful. Uh, good. I guess we'll see. I, I don't know. Oh, I'm saying we'll see for the next one, like GTA Six. Um, I don't I'm, know. I'm not buy yeah, I don't know. For GTA Five, I could never get into it. Um, uh, we did a couple heists, but that was kind of heist, but I could just never get into it. It was some, partly yeah. the controls, partly well, everybody was like mm-hmm. super hyper leveled above me. By the time I got uh-huh. into it, it was like okay, well, I that's can't. right. Um, yeah. Well, even now too, like for the holidays, they have snow on the ground, and that's probably the worst thing or one of the worst things Rockstar's done. Yeah. Because the car drifts like crazy, and it's horrible because your car keeps moving left and right while you're trying to drive forward. Yeah. Keep like you keep crashing into stuff. You keep messing up your car, and that's horrible. I know. So it's it's not good. It's it's okay. It's GTA Five. A lot of people enjoy it. It makes a lot of money. Um. If, yeah, and, and we don't want to take that away from you too. Yeah. So. If you um, love the game, more power to you. If you hate the game, don't want to take that away from you. More power to you. For sure, for sure. Um, okay. 
And uh, in terms, I think we kind of covered like what I've been playing soon uh, recently with Beater uh, on the channel. So I've been playing a lot of Battlefront 2. A game like very, very recently, like a couple days ago, I got back into um, is uh, The Witcher, The Witcher 3 Wild Ooh. Hunt. Uh, just played it randomly. And uh, it's it's such a good game. It's so good um, with the like, side quests and things like that. I'm playing the uh, Blood and Wine uh, DLC. Oh, with the vampires? With the vampires, yeah. So I've gotten... Uh, I, honestly, I don't know to what point in the story I am now. I'm like doing some quests like the, the children and the toys. I don't know if it rings a bell for anybody that yeah. played The Witcher, but... Or maybe you're just doing the hidden Santa Claus quest. Is there one? Uh-huh. I never played it. Oh, well, why why you got to tease me like that? I don't know, man. All right. Sounds like it. Yeah, well. But uh, speaking of The Witcher. Speaking of The Witcher, uh, I think we're going to have to get Hussina back into the channel for this. We've got a nice, awesome, quick Witcher review, non-spoiler, spoiler, spoiler uh, maybe spoiler. We'll see how it, ro how it rolls. We've got a review of the Witcher series on Netflix. It came out on December 20th of 2019, and it's out fresh on Netflix. If you've got Netflix, why aren't you watching it? It's such a good show. Um, is it, what are your quick reactions? Give me a minute reaction. I think it is fresh. It's inventive. It's something that you haven't really seen before. It's a combination of other things as well. And to me, I think it's one of Henry Cavill's best roles, best portrayals. <laughs> Because you can tell he's passionate about it. Like, he really enjoys the character. And he's, like, well-rounded in the, the universe of The Witcher. So I think it's, I think it's really great. Everyone, yeah. plays, everyone plays their role beautifully. For sure. Yeah, I, I, th I think what it is is that he's passionate about it. Because, you know, there, there are things, like, on YouTube that he's, he was, like, calling in Netflix all the time saying, when are we going to do this? Let's get The Witcher going. Things like that. And he's a gamer, too. So, you know, we love Henry Cavill here at the Logs. He's a gamer, gamer bro. He plays Overwatch, stuff like that. He plays, that. He plays MMOs and, like, tac tactical things like uh, Warhammer and Darko, you know. So that's, that's, that's a big respect for, for, for you know, uh, for Henry Cavill there. Yeah, mad respect. I think and... we need more representation of gamers. Yeah, right. In, like, popular culture. Yeah. Because it seems like it's something you have to be quiet about. Sorry, go, go for it. I agree, but even like now, once people are like, you get the e gaming, right? You got those teams and whatever, but that's still kind of separate from like the more general public sphere. Yeah. And um, like, I can guarantee that there's a bunch of actors and other famous people out there who play games. So I think it's good that we have that kind of discourse. For sure, for sure, yeah. Because it just brings light to something that people enjoy that I think a lot of people are probably even, you know, bullied over. Like the classic, oh, you know, uh, what you play do you video do? games? What a nerd! Yeah, exactly, stuff like that. So it's really cool to see Henry Cavill do something like that, and he does seem very, very passionate about the role. Um, he plays it very, very well. I, I think he tries to do like a nice blend between what was available to him in the books and probably what he played in the video game, uh, because he pl he plays a very rough and and you know uh, emotionless uh, kind of like what a Witcher should be, um, you know and uh so he, it's a really he's a really cool character the, the best some of the best lines are just when he's like you know he's like swearing i saw a meme where it was like the witcher and you know it's kind of like that guy who's sweating and he's choosing between a button and he's like do i say hmm or do i say the f word and i was like wow that's that's a lot of what the witcher is that's um, deep 
And uh, they've got some pretty fire songs in there. Right, Asina? The Yeah, the soundtrack is pretty killer so far. They, they don't have it on Spotify, though. That's the thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they, need to, they need to add that in. It's, yeah, it's because really, we've only... Really interesting. I, yeah, it was. It's, I've been listening to it on YouTube, like the the classic, the song. Probably a lot of people have heard it, the "Toss a Coin to Your Witcher" song. Yeah, uh, very the vocals, good song. The vocals, the pipes on that man is incredible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw the memes. I think I told you, or in the memes in the chat, and people were like, you know, the bard from The Witcher, Dandelion, he did not have to go that hard on us, and and he did. Yeah. Uh, so, what is your uh, opinion on the story? Like how how deep? Okay, Peter, let, let's do how how deep should we go on the story here? How deep should you go? As in terms of spoilers, I, I think mean, I can... think we should keep it spoiler free. Oh, spoiler free. Yeah, because I think I think everyone it. deserves to experience it. Up yeah. front, you know. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, then how about you do something like a tips and tricks sort of thing with the story, because it is a little confusing getting into it, especially if you're not like really ingrained in the books and the lore. Oh me! I thought you were talking to Otis. <laughs> no, I'm, I've never, I've never, I haven't seen the show. <laughs> Otis hasn't seen the show or played the game. So, so. to be quite honest with you, the first yeah. f- few, I would say, two episodes, I was beyond confused. A lot yeah, of things, a lot true. of things were thrown at me because I, I haven't played the games. I've heard of the games, I haven't played it. Um, mm-hmm. so I was watching the show as, as if only the show existed. You know? Yeah. I was really confused. It 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 took it takes about three episodes to really fall in the rhythm of it of an understanding like the way that they speak and and the continent and everything. Um, I don't want to go into further detail, but a lot a lot of the I love how everything is so interconnected and spoiler. It's not really a spoiler, but um, the the seventh episode is where everything really starts coming together and then it clicks in your head like oh my god that makes yeah. more sense and then if you watch it back there's only eight episodes you can you can watch it again um yeah. if you watch it back then i think you'll it will just from the beginning i'll be like okay that makes so much more sense you know but you, you have to allow yourself to fall in the rhythm of it for know? sure yeah it, it, it's it's a way that they, the way that they balance i think the storylines because there are three main characters mm-hmm. uh one is Geralt of rivia who's played by henry cavill who's the witcher um, one is Yennefer of Venderberg, who is um, played by uh, Anya Shalotra, and that's her storyline. So it's, uh, Geralt is the Witcher. She's got like more of a a mage uh, storyline. If you kind of follow, um, you know, uh, what's it called? Oh, God, why can't I think of the name? Like you know, fantasy lore sort of thing um and then there's the other storyline the third storyline is uh siri or cirilla and it she's played by freya allen and uh so those three storylines are kind of interwoven throughout the episodes and it's really cool to um to see how they actually do it um yeah, I think you're right. We're get, we would get too deep into spoiler territory. Yeah, like you 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 really want to talk about it, but then you're like, I don't want to ruin it for anybody else. Yeah. But there there is the relationship between all the characters are really unique, and there's a great yeah. dynamic and like like platonic and romantic intimacy between all of them. Um, and I think that's really really interesting in the way that it plays out. For sure, I I enjoyed Henry Cavill for sure. Mm-hmm. One of his best roles, I I think. Uh, he seems super natural in it. And he's like, 
the oh, the, the choreography is really good. I was gonna say first... he does his own stunts. Yeah, that's what I and he like the way that the, like the fighting plays out and it's pretty gory, but that's like everyone knows it's gonna be pretty gory. Yeah, but um, it's everything is so beautifully done. Yeah. Um, does he double pump his fists like Mission Impossible? <laughs> he he does a uh, signing, so he does some sort of magic where he kind of like pushes. It's like a hard pushback. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'll take it. Yeah. So he does magic. <laughs> it's pretty cool. He does magic and he drinks <laughs> potions. Yes. I mean, say less. And and he swears a good bit. So. Yes. Uh, and another thing is that there are uh, a lot of what people have been complaining about is that there is uh, some uh, female nudity in the show. Uh, as a female. I think that was the same case in the video game too. Yeah, the fem- the video game is just very blatant. You know, it's like okay. <laughs> it's very blunt. <laughs> Uh, is this a uh, sex scene? Yep. All right, let's get into it. That's what. Let's roll it in. That, that it's like ah, uh, uh, oh, here we go again. You know that meme. Yeah. That's the video game. Uh, but in terms of the show, uh, Hussein, what do you th- what did you think of what a lot of co- uh, critics are complaining about in terms of the 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 blatant female female nudity? As a woman, I think that there is a lot of moments, and it's not just The Witcher; it's just generic in like the film industry fashion industry music industry there's a lot of moments of unnecessary nudity mm-hmm. and i think i think you know what the difference between necessary and unnecessary necessary will be like on the brinks of like a love scene or yeah. when someone is like you know dying and they're like stitching them or like healing them or something along those lines there were yeah. moments in this in the series where i was like did that really need to happen but okay you know kind of things and the same uh-huh. thing goes for game of thrones i, I didn't i never i didn't watch game of thrones um, but there were moments where I'm like, you know, someone walks into the room and the woman just finished putting on her clothes. Like that was that necessary, you know? Yeah. It's moments yeah. like that. Um, that I don't know. I I I don't know if they put it in just to have the audience know that there's a certain kind of maturity you need to watch this. Mm-hmm. But then again, I think you can say what you want to say while keeping the clothes on. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I agree. Um. Yeah, there are there are moments like that. It, it's less less so than something like Game of Thrones, where there there is a lot of just. I heard it was pretty bad in Game of Thrones. Like there was a lot. Yeah, yeah. In mean, Game of Thrones, there's a. Lot, I mean, the the one thing though that I think it's uh it's a, a specific critique about The Witcher season one and kind of like the first couple seasons of Game of Thrones is that a lot of the nudity was like female nudity. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it wasn't like equally balanced. And I think if it was, people wouldn't really talk about it too much. Those would say, "Oh, there's a lot of nudity." Um, but I think uh, now, you know, especially in today's climate, a lot of the things are like, "Why does there have to be so much female nudity?" When you know, uh, like one of the main actresses, Anya Shalotra, she's she's you know she's fully uh, unclothed, uh, with her chest uh, you know fully unclothed, um, in in a good amount of scenes. Uh, when another lead like Henry Cavill. You know, it doesn't really something like that, and I, I think that's where a lot of the criticism comes in. Mm-hmm. For me, it's I, like, yeah, I, I agree. I agree when there's like what you're saying, the unnecessary nudity, where you, you know you're walking in like you know into a garden and then everybody's naked, or you you're, yeah. you're walking into a room and people spoiler, are spoiler non spoiler. You know, <laughs> you're walking into a room and people are just having like a you know like a quick orgy. Um, yeah, and a lot of shows do that. Like, I and a lot of shows do lot, that. Yeah, but I don't know. To me, it's just I feel like they just throw it in there to be like you have to be mature to watch this. Yeah, 
I, I just think that there are other ways to to get that across of just someone taking off their clothes, yeah. you know. Like, I mean, does I, it I, say I it on the show? I don't. I don't like uh, some people look at it as degrading. Some people look at it as you know empowering. However you want to look at it, I just think that. Yeah, I mean that's a good way to think yeah, about yeah. it too. A beater. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it. I think it is braided mature. So no, like you know how if you I th- well if you like go on the show like under like The Witcher, will it say like oh hey this is this is you know for mature audiences? Does it like does it say for mature content underneath? I think it does. does. It, like, kind of, Okay, then we're fine. On Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It it has to, I think. Yeah. It has to, yeah. If it's got all that stuff, it's got to. Yeah, Yeah, they Um, have to. But yeah, I agree. Um, I think to a point, um, like in Game of Thrones, sometimes there is like a sort of necessary kind of nudity thing uh, where, like you said, where there's like a love scene and that's like the only way to take it more forward and kind of show the audience because a lot of it is show not tell so if you, you're not going to keep saying oh i love you i love you i love you sometimes it just it helps for character development just base character development to do something like that yeah or like a public shaming scene i think that happened in game of thrones too. yeah like that okay yeah it's, and it, it's i think it's all based on character development and i agree what you're saying some scenes are just like i not i didn't really sense it too much here i mean i like some of those like you know random scenes where there's like a, a lot of people in a room that are naked but it's not like in Game of Thrones so much where, you know, like you said, you know, the, a, a male character walks into a room and then this woman is putting on, like she's fully undressed and she just put, manages to put on the robe. Like, oh, now you're here. Something like that. Yeah. Or it's just like, you could have just had your robe on. Like, I'm okay. You know, the yeah, story's like, not going to change. Yeah, it doesn't add anything to the scene, the fact that you're naked. You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And uh, so yeah, that that I I think overall though, it, they could they could fix it for season. It's something easy that they could fix for, and it's uh it's a good show. It is a good show overall. Yeah. Recommend. Overall well, recommend. How, how would you rate it out of five poppy peppers? Okay, we gotta bring back that skill. Out of yeah, five, I would give it five. a solid four. Okay, that's spicy. That's pretty spicy because oh, mm-hmm. pretty spicy. Guys. Wait, have we explained the poppy pepper scale to you and Darian? There's a there's a po- poppy pepper scale. Yeah. Well, it's the thing you just rated. So the poppy pepper scale is it, a it, scale. Are your, yeah, are your fives different from like the universal fives? Yeah, for sure they are. Oh, then I retract <laughs> my four. Uh, no, you don't retract the, the poppy pepper scale goes from zero to five. Zero being com- mild, completely tasteless. Um, like what is this you just giving me? Yeah, like water. Like zero is water, water and then five is like a habanero pepper, which like that's Not, spice. Yeah, like a Carolina Reaper kind of thing. Yeah, Carolina Reaper kind of deal. So three is kind of mild, or two and two two point five. Two is kind of mild, I guess. It's, it's like one to two point five is mild. Three to like three point five is pretty spicy, and four to five is like okay, you've like hit the mark. That's like yeah, you like, know my eyes are watering. Yeah. Okay, so like it's my eyes defi- are definitely my- not a zero, one, or two. Yeah. But I wouldn't call it a five. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. So, I think I would rate it around there, like yeah. three three five, three point five, three seven five. Yeah. Um Yeah. I think it's 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 really good. It's pretty spicy. And I think it's fresh. Uh in terms of like the monster hunting aspect too. Uh something that you really haven't seen before. I mean, especially if you haven't played the games or read the books. It's something mm-hmm. fresh that you could watch and kinda, you know, chill with. And it's definitely I mean, a, a watch. Currently on Rotten Tomatoes, it's I think it's at a fifty-four percent. Was that review or is that audience? 
at uh, the uh, critic. Oh yeah, yeah. Our critic. Yeah, the audience I... ninety three. Well, so. I've listened more to audience than critic. Audience is ninety three. You said. Audience is ninety three. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you know the reviewers they just kind of they. they I know they over really critical. Yeah. And like a lot of the like even for this entertainment, you know, that review, I don't know if you guys saw, but like they saw the first and the fifth episodes and they just kind of reviewed it. And then that was it. Yeah. You have to like give that. the whole thing a chance. Yeah. You have it's to- like those it's like those reviewers who say like, oh, hey, you know, Gerald didn't use this spell specifically on the third episode when he was fighting these six guys. I'm going to rate it a two yeah. out of five. Like it was definitely in the books, guys. So this sucks. But it a lot in of the books so got to happen. A lot of the a lot of the reviewers though don't even read the books. They don't really care too much about the source material. They just care about what it is, like what the they story just, is. They just Google too long, didn't read. Yeah, <laughs> and and I think for The Witcher, especially this one, it's a nice, it's a, an eight episode sort of compact season that is really faithful to the books and it's it's i think it's just telling everybody um at least for the season it's it's a setup season for for more because i i think they're just getting everybody up to up to a certain level like this is what you need to know about the witcher and now we're going to go in and tell more stories for season two yeah for me what one thing that really bothers me is like the inconsistency in the critic reviews like if you are close to the novel or the video game or whatever story it is they don't like it because it's unoriginal but then if you stray away from it they're like this is not like the original you it's can't, not faithful. Keep, you can't yeah. keep anybody happy it's kind of like going no. back to uh, uh something we talked about the other day the the new aladdin remake yeah you mean one of the coolest that, remakes? that was the like the biggest split because we were like oh it was too close to the original it wasn't close enough to the original and I was like what, what do you want you know i loved it that's my hot take. Yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. But um, so going back to like The Witcher again, I've never read the books. I've never played the games, but you can never make everyone happy, which stinks, you know. Yeah, yeah, it does suck. Uh, speaking of not making everyone happy, uh, I think we should go into the Rise of Skywalker review. Um, but I feel a disturbance <laughs> in the force. I feel a disturbance in the force, and I also partly because of that, partly because Darko has left us. I mean, he did. He did. Uh, he kind of did, did like a sneak away um, for the review because he kind of like snuck away from his microphone and closed the door and ran out. And ran out. Yeah, he's just like he ran. He's like, <laughs> I'm done with these guys. Uh, he he uh, he has not seen Rise of Skywalker, so I don't think he wants it too spoiled because this guy is an incoming in your faces and in your ears. It's going to be a spoiler review of Rise of Skywalker. So this has been your spoiler warning because we will be talking about spoiler it. Spoiler warning, warning, warning. Uh, because, yeah, we're going to talk about anything in the movie, and uh, it's free reign. It's free it's game, too. All right, so if you're still listening, you've had an, that means more than enough time. Or I just don't care enough. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so hot take. Um, it's not really that hot because it's been a, a little bit since we've seen it, but so it's like it's cooling. It's a cool take, cool take on Rise of Skywalker. Uh, go for it. <laughs> what did you think of the movie? Anyway. That's just an open question. Yeah, open question. Anybody can can hop in here. I thought it was pretty decent. Um, it didn't really like stand out. I feel like the, w- one of my main issues is kind of like one of the main issues too with like the critics and stuff, where it kind of like kind of felt like a fetch quest, where it's like, oh, to get one thing, we have to go to another thing. And then after we get that one thing, we have to take it to another thing. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like, it kind of, but in these quests, like, the characters are kind of like, or the main character of Rey is still trying to find herself. And the Mm -hmm. conflict with herself from the light side and the dark side is really cool. Because you kind of see that 
parallel with how Anakin was in the prequels. You feel me? Yeah, I feel you. That's a good point. Yeah, but she's a Palpatine. Ooh, yeah, that's right. Spoiler, spoiler, jumping right in. She's not a Skywalker. Yeah, she's not a Skywalker. (laughs) For some reason, becomes a Skywalker at the end, which is like okay. Um, just, because, just because Han and Leia are over in the corner of the sand dunes, just smiling at her, smiling, smiling it's like yeah. creepily. It's just gonna identity theft the name Skywalker. Like, okay, I yeah. guess that's a thing. Um, I mean, you could have put, you could have said Palpatine. I mean, Palpatine's yeah. kind of like a dead name at that point. Yeah, and I, I, th- yeah, you could have just kept it Palpatine. I think at that point, and just say, oh, okay, I'm gonna re- uh, revive the name and start mm-hmm. a new school and, of yeah, Jedi, make and, it better, and make it better. Yeah. Um. Here's the thing. I think, uh, okay, they went for the Palpatine. I think that was like it wasn't the the coolest move to go for. No. I think it, it's just kind of like I mean I don't think it really needed to happen. Like what what changed really? Because I don't know. They... I personally I personally would have liked it better if she wasn't a Palpatine, because then it kind of showed that the Force can awaken within anyone. You don't have to be like of a certain lineage. Yeah. Well, they tried that with Finn, but they kind of did it horribly. Yeah, they they didn't execute it that well. No, but I agree because if you no, I agree too. If you're going back to the the Last Jedi, and great movie, you, okay, it's it's a movie. It's a it's an okay movie. On second watching of that movie, I was like, okay. I, when I first watched it, I was like, okay, this is great. And then I when I watch it again, I'm like, okay, this is not so great. Um, <laughs> and uh, at the end of that movie, there's uh, a little boy who like force catches a broom, like he pulls it close to him. Yep. And the whole yep. movie, he's saying, uh, the the director, Ryan Johnson, and the movie is saying, and the Force can be with anyone, like you said. And then why do you, like, undo that right away? Like, oh, she's a Palpatine, never mind, she's not nobody. Well, a lot of the things in this movie, it's it's kind of like they drop it into your lap and they kind of expect you to just follow along with it. So it's like there's kind of never been really evidence that Ray's a Palpatine. Like, they kind of just drop it on you. Yeah. Or in the beginning of the movie, they said, like, oh, there's been a leaked uh, thing from Palpatine, like a leaked message, but you never physically, you never see the message in the movie. You have to play the game Fortnite, which was super popular, <laughs> is probably still super popular. They The the J.J. The it's not J.J. Abrams. Who is it? I'm trying to remember the guy now. The director. Yeah, J.J. Abrams. Is it is Abrams? Yeah, J.J. Abrams. He said, you know what? Let's not put the the thing probably for further development so you know what palpatine is talking about let's just put it in Fortnite for like an hour and kind of see where that simmers and then we'll just see what happens it's like we need we need and the thing is like the message doesn't really do anything either yeah there's no setup it's kind of like they drop it in and then that's it do you do you know what the message was did you see it i no i don't i deleted the game a while ago but um but it was it's they're basically he's basically talking about what i heard from it was like the final order He's talking about building the final order. Oh, okay. But it's like, also, if they would have put it at the end of, like, The Last Jedi, I because I remember I was watching a video, and I kind of agreed with this, or, like, a podcast, another one, and I was talking about, and they were talking about saying, if they would have put it into The Last Jedi as, like, a final scene or, like, an after credit, that, then they can kind of, like, be kinda, okay with it. Yeah, kind of like what then kinda, Marvel did with Thanos. Yeah, where, like, where, yeah, where it's like, okay... If people like it, we'll continue with it. But if they don't, we'll kind of make it a minor minor plot point and build the movie off somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. The other thing is like at a very breakneck pace. Yeah, it was a breakneck pace. Like just like you said, you know, you you just have to okay, be okay with this is what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. This is what's gonna happen. Like Leia, for some reason, she's been trained by Luke for in in the Force, and she's 
Well, know. that's always been like a fan theory. Yeah, but like the thing is, they never showed it though. Like they had, right. yeah. they had two movies to show it here, uh, before mm-hmm. before Rise of Skywalker, and like, why not just show it then? You, yeah, like, you have like some sort of weird tease in the Last Jedi where she like gets exploded in a in a like oh a, yeah 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 the bridge of the ship, and then she kind of like pulls herself towards floats back in. Yeah, yeah, she floats back. Like, okay, floats through space. Yeah, is it? Oh, that's the Force. Are we just supposed to agree that now yeah. she's a super? Well, the Force has always been spotty. Like, I know, in, can what it, but what I'm trying to force say is always plot sensitive. Yeah, little, but what I'm trying to say is like, is that what it is? Like, she's she's a Jedi just because she could do that. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the reason why they're pushing the force on her so much is because she is a skywalker and they want to get their money's worth skywalker name or they want to get their time's worth probably yeah because it's like because i remember i was telling you last night when we were playing star wars uh, the battlefront game that it's now officially canon and canon means like it's in the story like it's it totally happened that yoda never really wanted to train luke he wanted to train leia because he he sensed that they were both force sensitive somehow yeah. And because, you know, again, force plot sensitive, love it. Super great. Um, but um, he wanted, to, and then when Obi-Wan's force ghost brings Yoda, Luke, Luke, Yoda's like, what am I supposed to do with this kid? I, I didn't want him. I wanted the other one. Yeah. See, the thing is, I, I like when there's like a huge universe, kind of like, you know, we'll bring it back to Marvel. Like there's a huge Marvel universe and like a lot of comics, a lot of games and stuff that build into the lore of what the movies are trying to do. But the movies are the movies, and they, they stand on their own. It, it For me, it's like, okay, yeah, I, I'd love to get more stories out of Star Wars and stuff like that, dive deep into, like, Star Wars legends and things like that. But when you're trying to make a nine-movie series or whatever Disney's trying to do with these, this trilogy, you keep all the information in the movies and make it a cohesive okay. story in the movies. Yeah. Right. I'm not gonna, you know, go to Fortnite to to play on some random server with a bunch of, you know, like twelve year olds, so I could see one trailer of Palpatine. Like, what is? Yeah, that? it's like a, it's like a, ten, it's like a, like a, like a ten minute clip, and then the Millennium Falcon comes. Yeah, crash land. Go, just put that in the movie somehow. Yeah. Put the, like I want. I, I, that's such a huge thing. The 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 Emperor. It's pivotal. The the which which I think is good. Like you you could do the Emperor because his story was completed, but I I guess you can bring it back because he was. A huge driving force of story throughout mm-hmm. the entire series since the the first episode. Yeah. He's he's one of the main reasons Anakin becomes Darth Vader. Yeah, since, like since he was like Senator Palpatine to Chancellor Palpatine to to Emperor Palpatine. You know, he he's uh, he's one of the mainstays in the the Star Wars universe. It's the Palpatine yeah. and the Star kind he's of. He's so Skywalker. grounded. Yeah, and he, so I guess it makes sense to bring him back. You know, to conclude mm-hmm. his story along with the Skywalker story. So okay, I'll, I'll give him that. You could bring back Palpatine, but do it in an effective way. Do do it where we're seeing like oh you know he was uh, trapped on Exegol and mm-hmm. he uh, he was like re revived by some Sith you know soothsayers or whatever and and then he starts building mm-hmm. a, a fleet you know give us a little bit of a hint for that yeah but instead they decided to say that when because when Kylo Ren goes down into Exegol uh, Palpatine's like doing like the pronoun game he's like I've always been inside I've always I've been every voice inside your head and he starts playing like Vader. Snoke, yeah. you know, he starts doing all that stuff, and then, like I said, they start playing the pronoun game. I'm like, oh, get her, you know, who's he? It's like, just say it. Like, I get it. I get you're trying to like build some conflict, some but in some suspense. But it's like some like versions of suspense. Like, she's a Palpatine. Like that. that I mean, that's cool. That's cool that they wanted to go for it, like we said. But it's like there was no development. Like, if you could like start to see it at Episode Seven, 
and then it went into episode eight yeah. and then nine, you know, at least see a gradual development. Yeah. Episode nine is like, now nah, we just read the internet and these are the theories that we found interesting. <laughs> so we just threw it into the movie. Yeah. Like if at some point in episode seven or eight, she was like pushing against something with the force and then like sparks lit up on her fingers. We were like, oh. like episode nine. Yeah. Yeah. But like, that's like True. when it f- fully came out. But yeah, 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 yeah. If yeah. you did that before, we were like, oh, wait, wait, is, is she really a, a Palpatine? You know, something like mm-hmm. that um yeah and then you kind of waste like the the sith one uh where you know she goes into the thing and she starts like fighting her sith self yeah that was like two minutes yeah i you could have had you could have had that be like a big plot point even in episode seven or eight in the last jedi when she went down to that cave and she was like looking at all the weird walls and stuff like that why didn't, oh, yeah, the why, glass. yeah and the glass why didn't the sith show up there and then they could have had a cool lightsaber battle even if it was just her imagination Exactly. Or and then I feel like there's a lot of fake outs too in this movie. Like a lot of fake outs. Like in the oh, in the yeah, like yeah. towards the beginning of the movie, like uh obviously Chewbacca gets kidnapped in every movie. He's like Mary Jane Spider Man, he gets kidnapped in every movie. Um and <laughs> he gets kidnapped and gets on a troop transport and he's you know, they're flying away. And what Ray does is Ray uses the force, again, plot sensitive, to grab uh to grab the ship out of the air and she's you know pulling it down and then Kylo is doing the same thing. She's trying to push it, he's trying Trying to pull it, yeah, you know, pull same, it, yeah. you know, uh, other way around, other way around, pull, push, and then uh, he strains her to the point where she uses uh, like the electricity and she blows up the transport. And you think, oh, oh my God, like Chewbacca's dead, like they just killed yeah. him off. And then they're like, oh no, he was on a different yeah. transport that flew away right. like ten <laughs> minutes ago. Like what? It just he's in chains. That means nothing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's in chains. Or like, or even in the movie, like yeah, halfway through the movie, like uh, C three PO, he deciphers like the the sith dagger in the language like where they need to go and he's like oh i can't do it it was a rule that droids can't say anything but if i were to say it then my memory goes away and then there's like this heartfelt scene where he's like oh you know yeah uh i'm, I'm taking a good look at all my friends one last time before i forget them and then they said oh what about r2d2 can't he back up your memory and this isn't keep in mind this isn't the first time c3po's lost his memory like he's had it wiped before yeah, yeah. but never turn uh revenge of the sith exactly and I don't know. It was they, you know, they had this emotional scene. I was, I was like, oh my god, like this is yeah. this is such a pivotal scene because right. this is you know a new trilogy, a new C three PO is gonna get all these new memories. And then like like and like two hours, like not even an hour and a half later, R two D two is like, hey, remember how you said my memory wasn't that good? I just backed up all your memories from yeah. Return of the Jedi. And he, he the <laughs> only thing he forgot was the plot of Rise of Skywalker. That's all he forgot. I mean, sometimes we all wish we could do it. <laughs> that's all. So it's like, why? Why do it? it, it that's a, such a. Yeah. It's easier and it's less time of like less recording time to just yeah. say, uh, yeah, Chewbacca died there. He's dead. Let's deal with the consequences. Um, yeah. Or like, just or yeah, Ray can deal with the consequences. Yeah. Like, oh, it's so sad, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, C3PO looks at all his friends and he's like, okay. Uh, this is it. This Bye. is it. C3PO is done. I mean, I'm okay. I'm satisfied with C3PO's story. I don't need it to go on. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need him to start like dual wielding lightsabers and start slashing. Like, he's a robot. <laughs> yeah. He becomes so, a Jedi. Yeah. He become yeah. He is the Rise of Skywalker. He, he was the last yeah, he Jedi. He is a Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there was one more like cop out. Oh, oh, when she she kills Kylo, like she stabs him in like this awesome battle with like water shooting up on the old yeah, Death Star. Yeah, Leia distracts him by doing like the cool like in the mind thing. Yeah, she gets in his mind and then she, she like pauses and then she kind of like uses his own lightsaber to kill him, and then instantly, boom, reverse it. 
Yeah, it's like, oh, it's and then you're like, oh my god, is Kylo gonna die, you know, by himself? And she's like, oh no, never mind. Let me just use force healing, which was in the Mandalorian. What would have been cooler? Force healing. Yeah. Oh, I mean, maybe that's what it is. Like they're introducing in the Mandalorian, they should have seen it in the thing. No, no, yeah. Well, it's probably because they saw it first in Rise of Skywalker and said, "How yeah. can we implement this?" What would have been cooler is if, it, if at that moment, instead of Ray actually stabbing him, she just kind of like goes to his side and she she wields the lightsaber like to the side of his neck or something, and she turns it on, and it looks as if she got stabbed, but he, it's like just the lightsaber is really, really close to his neck, and then she's like, uh, kind of like Darth Maul. Yeah, and she's like, "I'm not gonna kill you." And something like that, and then she she uh, she closes the lightsaber and she throws it into the ocean. Uh, yeah, uh, and then she has that same scene where she's like, "I want Ben." Yeah. yeah, I want Ben, not Kylo. And then just to further hammer in that point, Harrison Ford shows up for about two minutes. <laughs> yep. say that, and then that's it. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing back now? Yeah, it's he's like, you know, uh, you know, you're my son. I'm sorry. And then he's like, I don't know if I have the strength to do this. And then they're like having like a heartfelt scene for about two minutes. And then he turns around and Han Solo's, you know, completely still dry. Yeah. When still dry in a wet scene, still dry. He's somehow. a ghost, so yeah, I know, but still, like the thing is with Harrison stuff. Ford, it's like why, like literally, why are you back? Like you said, yeah, Harrison Ford literally wanted to kill the character. Why are you back? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like why are you back in the second movie? Like you took one yeah. movie break. It's like you did six out of the la- the six movies you could have been, and you did five. It's like what? Yeah, yeah, and then he shows up for two minutes, gets his cameo money, and leaves. It's exactly. like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> He's like, all right, guys, I'm about to head out. And for two minutes, he probably he probably secured millions of dollars. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. It's ridiculous. I said, I what, what do you have to say? Darren, you guys, you guys, and Otis and I have been bickering over here for a while. <laughs> um, um, so, like, go ahead. I'll go ahead. You go first, Darian. All right, fine. I'll go. So, so like, <laughs> so I'm not, like, a movie critic, so it's like, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I just like watching Star Wars, you know, like, all the facts, like, you know. There's something about Star Wars that gets everyone excited when they want to go see a movie, and so it's so like that that kind of energy got me excited about the movie. But like, I know like critic critic wise, like people aren't saying it's the best, and I think I agree partially with that. But like as someone that just likes the movie, I think I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, yeah, I, and I can agree with that. If you're just like looking at it in terms of the Sure, it's like yeah, a, in terms of, it's like a, it checks all the boxes. Yeah, for a Star Wars movie, yeah. space battles, lightsaber battles, Jedi right. versus Sith conflict, just a lot of yeah. action, the whole technology and all that stuff. That's it's just yeah. I, I just think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's just my quick summary. I'll let <laughs> How you're feeling about the rise of Skywalker? Um, he said, "What did you think of the movie coming out of it?" You know, I mean, you're not you're not too big on Star Wars either, right? No, I I watch it for more of uh, you know like, like for company like everyone else wants to go and like all right I'll tag along and then you end up falling into it. But for me, I was I found myself like I was actively engaged in the movie the whole time. Like I wasn't like chit chatting to the movie. I just wanted to be in the moment of the movie. Mm-hmm. And to yeah. me, I thought Adam Driver was great. Daisy Ridley was great. Mm-hmm. John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, even Carrie Russell. Like they were they were great. Amazing acting there. Um, nothing wrong with that. Um, but I felt like it was. I don't know. I, I I get bothered when people overly judge a fantastical movie. Like there there's no mm-hmm. like it's made up. There's no right. There's no mm-hmm. wrong. But obviously there's um like a flaw in the consistency of like the force and like how the healing yeah. and the non-healing and the death and yeah. the not death. But flat um, sensitive force. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it was that bad, but I was like I did want more. I was like this can't be how it ends. Like this they could have done it differently like i didn't like how ben died in the end i was like he, yeah i was gonna he, say he yeah, should, you had a problem with that one yeah i was like he should have been the one with the you know um 
the arc that led him back to being good because he had like he had such potential you know yeah and i felt like they cut it short and what they should have done was like when he force healed her that he force healed her to the point where her heart was beating and then he just brought her back to the ship or whatever and then everyone mm-hmm. was like you helped defeat the sith too like she didn't do it on her own um, yeah so yeah because so i initially way, thought too with like I'm yeah like... so that way in the end she kind of has a family and he has a family too because in the end they're still like even though she kind of knows who she is she's not really alone because she'll have a companion in that yeah you know yeah so that well even then because i thought too with rise of skywalker i'll oh, go ahead sorry i'm kind of jumping in no, no, fine. so so that kind of bothered me but overall the movie wasn't bad i think that people are being a little too judgy with it mm-hmm. um yeah that's that's what i think yeah i agree because i thought too with rise of skywalker there we go now it's my time anyway excuse me <laughs> let me just jump in here uh for the because i thought too like as we're I thought Rise of Skywalker was going to be, you know, like Ben Solo, like his thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know, he's Rise, you know, Rise of his, you know, his grandfather obviously was a Skywalker. Yeah. So I thought like, oh, this is like his Rise of Skywalker. He's going to jump. He's going to do kind of like the opposite of Anakin where from when he went from light side to dark side, Kylo Ren just goes from dark side to light side. You know, it's the opposite. It's the parallel that yeah, you kind of see. And, you know, and I thought that was going to be it. You know, like the Rise of Skywalker, he's going to come out of the dark side into the light and he's going to be a, you know, he's going to be a Jedi again. No, he just dies. And also yeah. if they, sorry. If they kept him alive, there there could be strong potential for a progression of the storyline. You know, like That's maybe true. maybe one day if they're like, I have a great idea for another Star Wars movie, but th- this is going to be like, wow, like they're going to be impressed. Like you can carry it somewhere and kind of have that nostalgia of the other characters. But from here, like, where do you go? You know, like every yeah. You- Either you've killed everyone off, or you like you. They have no. They're they're, they're stuck because they've been killed already and then revived, and it's like you're, mm-hmm, you're gonna yeah. do that again, you know. And I feel like going back to because I didn't jump in, but with I feel like it was, Chewbacca should have died because he lived for yes. Han and Leia, you know. That's mm-hmm. true. He, he, and he, and he finally got his medal at the end of the movie. Yeah, and if it would have been more symbolic because then it's like oh, you know, we 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 lost an old character. Where are they gonna go from here? Let's let's move on with the new characters you know yeah and i think let's further explore this i think in in a sense too it would have actually helped like the sort of palpatine ray palpatine sort of deal because Mm -hmm. then it shows like her chaos is actually killing people kind of like the emperor did yeah Mm -hmm. so it's like okay i can kind of see where you're trying to go with this but then you just kind of you reverse it right away it's like it didn't mean anything yeah. Even the ending fight with Palpatine, you know, Palpatine, Ray, and Ky- I'm just gonna call him Kylo Ren because that's how we all know. Even like with all three of them, it's like when they fought and Emperor Palpatine was like draining their life force. It's like a we've never seen that in a Star Wars movie. B, where did you, where did you pull that out of? C, even, <laughs> oh the 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 connection between you two is strong. It's like again. A, where'd you pull that out of? B, yeah. never seen that before in a Star Wars movie. And C, and then and then he like gets his fingers back from being all like zombified, and he's like, "Oh, hey, I'm back." Until Ray has like a you know like come to Jedi moment, if you will. Yeah. And the thing is, I think with what like the the Palpatine and all that stuff, in terms of the Force, his uses of the usage of the Force, Ray and Kylo's usage of the Force. It's what you were saying, Hussein. There has to be some consistency in what you do yeah. because if you're building a world, no matter what the world is, you're, it is a fantasy world. You can do whatever you space battles and you could have mm-hmm. like lasers and whatever, but just kind of be consistent on what you're going to do with the things that you're doing. You know, exactly. Um, and it, it, they didn't do the, like it's the same thing with ha- what happened with the, the Last Jedi where 
you you hyperdrive uh, a ship through like an entire armada and just destroy it all. It's like, okay, what? Like seriously? Like you're gonna do that? And then the the rebels haven't been doing that this entire time. You could just pilot small ships into huge cruisers and like uh, automate them and just destroy everyone. It's like okay, yeah. I I don't yeah, believe like, I can't that. buy this. I can't buy this. Yeah. Um. If that's an availability, if 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 the entire time, uh, uh, what's his name, Palpatine could have like sucked the force out of people. Like, why didn't he just make a bunch of Snokes and make him really powerful and suck the life out of them? Why doesn't he suck the life out of like the thousands of people that are sitting in the stands that are sitting- yeah, and they're just watching them? Yeah, yeah, you know. And but he just you know let's go for the two people in front of him. Or yeah. the Jedi that existed before them, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why didn't he do that with Luke when instead of like lasering him to the why didn't he just suck the life out of him there? You know, yeah. at the end of like Return of the Jedi. Like, okay. Yeah, it, yeah, but it's also at the, at the same time they didn't really discuss how Palpatine came back. Like, because if you remember how Palpatine died, Darth Vader threw him off a ship. Yeah, like he. Like, how are you gonna come back from that? Into like some sort of he, power yeah, grid. He, yeah, he flung him into yeah. a power grid. Like, I get it. You like the Palpatine's like all about that unlimited power. But like, if you get thrown off a ship, regardless if it's sci-fi or not, you're still dead. Yeah, it's like, and then he's up, to, and then he's got like a huge like metal arm following him with like syringes in him. It's kind of like reverse Doc Ock. Yeah, and and the other thing is like it, the the same thing happened with Kylo. You know, Kylo got like just thrown, yeeted off like the the, the main thing yeah. into a and then he comes back. massive hole that's like huge, like fifteen story hole. It's like a sinkhole. A sinkhole. That, yeah, that, that, that scene would have made more sense than the death scene that he got in the film. Okay. You know. Yeah. Because, you know, he probably got thrown, like, 50,000 yeah. stories off. So like a, if yeah. he died in that moment, I would have been like, that is a horrible off-screen death. But yeah. it, it makes more sense in the way that he really died. Yeah. It makes more sense than, you know, rain, Kylo kiss, force powers, dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh, like, like, sure. like he, he had just enough life force to get out one last kiss, and he's like, all right, yeah. I'm out. Like, <laughs> Listen, we... we I don't know. I don't. There's a lot of like continuity issues. Yeah. With the movie. Um. Yeah. And then I don't know. It's just... one scene that I did like though was with the Jedi. Was like when she's like be with me, where she finally like has that closure with. And she's like, and then you hear all the Jedi's. Yeah. Like, you know, you got Samuel Jackson, Hayden Christensen, which was not in the movie, which I'm super disappointed about. Uh, Ewan McGregor also not in the movie. Super disappointed about it. Um. Like you Liam had such a cool scene right there. Yeah. Like, how, because Palpatine, like, his line basically from the movie is, like, I am all the Sith. So, like, when Rey's deflecting the lightning in the movie, and if you've seen the movie, you know what we're, what we're talking about in the finale. But, you know, I remember, Yanni, you were saying this, too, where it's, like, and I am all the Jedi. But, like, she has, like, all the 24th ghosts of, like, the Jedi yeah. before her, like, kind of yeah. come out of nowhere. You're, like, oh, you yeah. know, that's kind of, you know, that's kind of cool. There's redemption somewhere yeah. in there. You see, this is the perfect way to do it. It's, like, the Star Wars, or Star Wars in Harry Potter. Um, yeah. Where it, it would, which one with the, was that? with the resurrection stone in Deathly Hallows Part Two? Yeah, yeah. Or, or ah, this, wasn't it also in Goblet of Fire where he's like fighting because Cedric died? Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That happened. I I was thinking more when they all when he was speaking to them. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh but yeah, but she was saying like you know be with me and stuff like that. Yeah, and he's like be with me. She's like always. Yeah. But Goblet of Fire is also true. Yeah, and then you know, out of there, if you want to do a goblet of fire away, like you know, she's clashing the the lightning and the lightsabers and stuff like that, and then from like that clash come the Jedi out of it or out of her, just symbolizing that she is all the Jedi that. Have... Like a soul. 
Yeah. And, and then if you wanted to be extra cool, you could have done like behind Palpatine. You could have put the three like Darth Maul, Count Dooku, and just like just above like Darth Vader. Grievous. Ooh. You know. I'll see more Grievous like on the side too. But he doesn't really, he didn't really have I a I mean, soul he's yet. not like a huge Sith thing. I don't think it's, no. it's more like the Darths. Would, would, oh, yeah. would Darth Vader have been on Palpatine's side? No. I, well, I th- well, I feel like like Darth Vader. No, no. Oh, I, I think I, I feel like he would have stood. Way, he would have stood next to Leia and Luke. And, and, like Hayden Christensen would have stood next to Ray, but Darth yeah. Vader. I think you could have put him like in a weird, ominous, like ghosty mm-hmm. red shadow. Yeah, because uh, it's kind of confusing too. Because in the movie, like with the Jedi cameos, he was one of them. He's like bring balance to the force as I did, and the only way, and he didn't really do that until he threw Palpatine off the. Yeah. Off the yeah. I mean, you could have made that so cool because I think if you mm-hmm. did that and you brought Hayden Christensen back, you brought Samuel Jackson back with uh, Mace Window, you you brought um, you Ewan McGregor back, and you Liam just, Neeson. yeah Liam Neeson, and you just kind of throw in a whole bunch of like, cameos, even if they're just such small cameos, or fan service, or fan service. I mean, the whole movie was fan service. Why not just fan do service. it? Just go, just go for it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think at that point, people, yeah, like people would have left like, okay, this is really cool. Like, I see where they went with this. Yeah. Like, at least the final scene, like, okay, the movie wasn't the best, but that Ray Palpatine fight scene was really cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Out of five on your scale? Uh, yeah, if I were to rate it, you know, I'll just go first then. I would, give, I would give it a three out of five. I would also give it a three. What about you guys? Darian? It's too safe. Um, like three point five. Okay. okay. I, I would give it. I agree with Darren at three point five. I would push to give it a four if C three PO and Chewbacca died and Ben lived. That's fair. I would. Yeah. I would do the same thing too. Yeah. Because I, I feel like they played it. They played it too safe. They're like, oh, Chewbacca died. No, I'm just kidding. He's here. He's here. You know, please stop complaining. He's right here. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> They, they they should have focused on allowing the new characters to survive and allowing the old ones to. Yeah, because technically it's supposed to be like a new right. trilogy. You're right. Yeah, and they're still kind of hanging back on the older characters. And it was only in this one really that the new characters were kind of hanging out. Mm-hmm. Is in the other ones? Been, it's kind of in Poe and and uh, and Finn, Finn Ray. a little bit, and then Ray's kind of like off doing her own thing. Mm-hmm. So. I don't. It wasn't executed the very the the best. I think in terms of a trilogy, if we rate the whole trilogy, uh, Force Awakens it started off I think well. Sure, it was like yep. a, kind of a copy of A New Hope, but I think it's yeah. kind of like what it needed to be, um, just to kind of reengage the interest and kind of pull away from what the the prequels were, which a lot of people weren't super happy about. Um, but then once you move into the Last Jedi. Okay, it happens, but I think you can repair a lot of what the Last Jedi did, or not repair, but just kind of go with the flow with it and still make a good story for the Rise of Skywalker. But I think a lot of what the Rise of Skywalker was was in retaliation to the Last Jedi, and kind of like trying to say, oh, okay, the fans didn't like this one, let's kind of like fix it here and then tell another story here. So it's you know, what are you trying to do? I say you roll with it and you kind of go with what the flow, kind of like. I know I keep bringing it back, but a lot of what Marvel does because they yeah. made those like Iron Man, Iron Man two in the two thousand eight, and they're 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 still reengaging those stories and kind of pulling from them and kind of finding ways to find lore 
and build new movies in like you know 2020 so you can do it and it's three movies and you can do it and and outline them easily and make a cool series uh, a cool trilogy no, I agree. Yeah, That's I'm, my take. I'm I'm really excited for the um the new Obi Wan series. Me too. Yeah. Yep. That I'm excited for. But and the season finale of the Mandalorian. I was gonna say <laughs> I'm so excited about that. Mandalorian yeah. is like my new favorite show. Right and like it's Mandalorian and then The Witcher right now. That's what it is. Yeah. The Mandalorian is a very good show. It's a very good show. We're not gonna spoil anything because you guys haven't. You guys, meaning some of the logs people, viewers, and then you guys, meaning Otis and Darian, um, yes. haven't seen it, but yes. yeah. it is incredible. In the future, we will, once uh, the season, uh, you know, be out and everybody's fully seen it, mm-hmm. um, we well, by the it. airing of this episode, it would be fully out, but um, yeah, once everybody has seen it, we'll do like a spoiler talk of that and, and kind of get into the what makes The Mandalorian so good. Mm-hmm. Because we need to talk about Dave Filoni and we need to talk about John Favreau and and hopefully what can happen to kind of fix Lucasfilm and Star Wars. We have some ideas. Yeah, yeah. we hopefully have some ideas. Hopefully they'll listen. Hopefully they'll listen. <laughs> it's gonna be good. Uh, so there's a teaser for a future episode. I mean, bounty hunting bounty hunting is just a complicated profession. So <laughs> yeah, this is the way. Uh, the way is towards. It's heading towards Beater's Corner. So how about you just you know just kind of take it away? Before I begin with Beater's Corner, Christina Darian, are both of you familiar with Beater's Corner? Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, I am semi-familiar. I know it is your segment that you take on in some episodes that you're a part of where you talk about whatever you want to talk about. Couldn't have said it better myself. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So we kind of teased this at the beginning of the episode, but there has been – I got two topics. I've got one, which is the cross-play – of Minecraft, it has now been the Xbox 360, the not the 360, excuse me, the Xbox One, PlayStation 4. I don't know why I said 360. Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and the Nintendo Switch. Now all three of them, all three consoles, can now play under one world, which is super nice. It that's, that's really actually really really cool. And you know, what are your guys' opinions on it? I, I am, I'm going to speak for the audiences that are unfamiliar. I have played Minecraft before with Yanni in a multiplayer, mm. but I am not, you know, familiar with what you're talking about. So you're saying that the PlayStation and oh, the okay. Xbox Maybe you just and the PC, like... yeah. like, all three can play together. This is- yeah, so the, 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 Xbox, the Xbox community, the PlayStation community, and the community that plays the Nintendo Switch, still surprisingly, mm-hmm. um, just kidding, love all of you, um, they can all play under, they can all play now in one world rather than everyone having their own separate worlds and playing individually. So now you can all come together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you don't only have to play with PlayStation people if you're on PlayStation. Yeah. Now, and what you can do is uh, last night I did look into it. Um, what you have to do, it's kind of weird, but what you have to do is in order to do cross platform, excuse me, you must have, you, you must have a Microsoft account. And it's really weird the way they do that because you know, Microsoft oh. obviously is Xbox Sony's yeah. PlayStation and Nintendo, obviously the Switch. So, I oh. believe the reason why they do it is is it is all under Microsoft's like Microsoft. programming. I would assume like Microsoft Mojang. Yes, uh, because Mojang is the company that uh, the the game developer of Minecraft, yep. and they're and they're owned by Microsoft. Yes. So, yeah, just for those of you that don't know, 
Um, and that's probably why I didn't know about that. That's, that's actually very interesting. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to do that last night for about 30 minutes, even though I created an account, it wouldn't let me into my Microsoft account. I don't know why this whole thing just crazy with that for 30 minutes, but it does show that if Minecraft is able to go cross platform, that means other video games have to step it up now and get us to, because I know it's a very difficult thing, like bringing everyone together. I mean, is, Call of yeah. Duty did it. The most recent one besides Minecraft is Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Uh, Xbox players and PlayStation players can play together along with PC players because, you know, I don't, there's no Call of Duty on the Switch, but Xbox, uh, PC, PS4, they can all play together. Yeah. Uh, only if you have like an Activision account, obviously that would make more sense because Activision published the game. They would have the right over the cross platform. So yeah. it's also very, very interesting to see that now you can kind of connect. Like if you have a, a longtime friend that has an Xbox mm-hmm. or a PC or a PlayStation and you're on the opposite consoles, you can now all come together and play video games, which yeah. is very, very nice. Yeah. You can now be all one big community instead of the very, very, very dumb console war, which which is better. But since you can all play the same games anyway, and now with cross-platform, you can all play in the same lobby, that console wars talk is being more and more shoved into the past. Yeah. It's fun. It's more fun when more people are available to play with. Bottom yes. Line. Um, yeah, because you want to get your, if you buy a multiplayer game, you want to play with multiple people. Exactly, that's what it's in the name. Exactly. So I think we're pretty hyped about cross-platform play. Yes. Um, and yeah. then the second I brought now, this is a new challenger approaches. Ooh. This is the second topic of Peter's corner. This is not even on my notes. This isn't even on your notes, but James Bond, 007. <sighs> he is coming out with a new movie, April twenty twenty. Uh, by the time this episode airs, it will be three months away. Uh, I need impressions on the trailer and what you guys think about Daniel Craig's last Bond movie. Before I give my official Bond opinion. Okay. Um, I guess I'll go first. Um, okay, when we went, when we headed into with the Daniel Craig sort of, uh, the Daniel Craig verse of James Bond, um, I was the like... <laughs> Uh, Casino Royale was a very strong sort of like for to me he was like he didn't really look like James Bond in the beginning because I was like okay James Bond has to be like uh, kind of like Pierce Bronson sort of guy because that's mm-hmm. what the, the James Bond that I really grew up with um, yeah me too so I was like you know why isn't Pierce Bronson James Bond but once once you get over once you enter his James Bond because I think there's a different style for each James Bond which is the I think the right way it should be yes um, so it would be like Sean Connery's like the the original one. Uh, Roger Moore was or no, Sean Connery was James Bond forever. Roger Moore was also James Bond forever. Uh, Dalton was about three two movies. Yeah. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh oh. Um, in terms of the Daniel Craig James Bond, I think that it's. He he played it very very well, and I think he he put on his own style. Casino Royale is a really good movie because it's it was like a slow James Bond, and it took time with the character, especially on the onset, like when you're introducing a new James Bond in Daniel Craig, and you've kind of like you build that character, and then throughout the movies, you're just kind of taking different sides of that character and just kind of trying to build it. So you're trying to build his love interest, things like that, and. I think overall, it's a, he was a good James Bond, and I'm excited to see what uh, uh, what's it called, No Time to Die offers. Yeah, I I think the first time I saw the trailer was 
I think it was when we went to go see Rise of Skywalker. It played in the previews, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I think that was when the first time I saw mm-hmm. it. And there are a lot of familiar faces in the trailer. Um, a lot, a lot I, of familiar faces, but not a lot of familiar names. Yeah, like for me, I immediately recognized uh, Ana de Armas. She's a, a, a Spanish actress, and she was from this show that is on Netflix. I don't know if it's still on there, but um, she was in Knives Out too. She was in Knives Out, but I, I I didn't know her from I don't know her from Knives Out. I knew her from that show she did. Um, it's called El Internado, I think, something like that. Um, but mm-hmm. I, that's that's what I knew her from. Uh, so I was like, oh, and then I think Rami Malek is in this one too. He is. He's the main villain. Oh, is that who he is? Yeah, Rami yeah. Malek is the main villain. And do you want me to kind of like? Because I kind of know like the basics of the story. Do you want me to kind of like? Yeah, sure. Just kind of summarize so, it a little bit. Yeah. For us. So the basic of the story is um at the end of the last movie, Spectre. Uh, James Bond kind of like leaves active service, how he retires in every single movie. Um, he, he basically, he kind of retires in every single movie. Uh, he's left active service and now he's, you know, he's just having a nice time, you know, away from the spy life uh, with the Bond girl from the last movie, uh, Leia Sado, which was Mr. White's daughter. And what the Daniel Craig movies do is they're all connected. That's when Yanni was saying like Craig verse. And I was kind of laughing because that's basically what it is. Yeah. It's four movies. It's you know Casino Royale jump started everything and then at the end of the at the end of uh, Casino Royale spoiler but it came out in like two thousand five, so what happened was uh, James Bond's true love dies due to a shady organization. The second disappointing movie, James Bond tracks down that organization, takes them down. Third movie, James Bond gets shot. Long story. Anyway, but moving past that, um, it's all just connected under one thing under one roof Story. and they, so is, is this exactly. his last movie this is his last run yeah because james bond he or not james bond excuse me daniel craig doesn't want to do it anymore <laughs> he's yeah. he's, he's mean, very adamant I'm, about I'm, it i'm sure it's quite draining it's yeah and plus he's hurt himself several times i feel like 80 percent of them now is just straight up adamantium yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do we know who's playing james bond next or were they keeping it no nobody guy? knows people are uh Nobody really knows for sure. The, I, people are saying the script got leaked online, kind of like how John Boyega's script got leaked for Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. kind of like that thing. The one they put people on are eBay. saying that the one they put on eBay for like seven bucks or seventy bucks. <laughs> but um, <laughs> they said that the script got leaked. Uh, I want to go into this movie without knowing anything, only just what I'm seeing from trailers, because um, mm-hmm. I'm a super huge Bond fan. Um, love love the movies. Some of them obviously aren't the best, like that another day, which is CGI windsurfing, but um. <laughs> cgi windsurfing but uh the bond movies are just amazing i remember the reason why i got into him is because i saw him with my uncle and i thought okay you know this guy's you know this guy's you know pretty awesome you know he gets you know he gets girls he knows how to do all this cool stuff with weapons he's super suave he knows how to get out of any situation yeah like he was kind of like you know how people have like batman and superman i had like half of batman kind of like half of james bond because i thought because i also grew up with pierce brosnan and then you know with daniel craig somewhere in the middle because I watched uh, Pierce Brosnan movies first and then Daniel Craig's. But I just thought like, oh my God, this is such a cool way. I've never really seen a spy movie. This is really cool. So I kind of naturally fell onto it. But the story of this one is he's left active service and he's in Jamaica. And then the character uh, Felix Leiter, played by Jeffrey Wright in the first movie, comes back and says, hey man, I need a favor. He says in the trailer, you're the only one I trust with this. I need a favor. And then that's kind of what jumpstarts his whole thing. Cool. All right, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't know too much. I know I'm very familiar with the story. Uh, well, they they hid the story for a while. 
Yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not very familiar with just like the story, just the generic, uh, Dan, uh, like Craig verse, this James Bond story. <laughs> well, um, Spectre kind of, Spectre kind of ties it up somehow. Yeah. So, I can't really tell you too much about what it, what I think the story is going to be about, or anything. But I think I'm, I'm excited for it. You know, James Bond is always cool to see, right? It's awesome. Well, yeah. Craig's been playing it very well, and you're really hyped about it. So that means I'm hyped. So hyped. Because uh, I, it kind of sucks that it's his last one because he's always really good in these mixed bag kind of movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I, like the way the movies. mixed bag, yeah, like kind of like he's kind of thrown into this stuff. Um. Oh, oh, he, I, th- I thought you said like mixed bag in terms of like the reviews. Like, yeah, it was a you know, it was mixed bag, but the yeah. actual movie is a mixed bag. The actual movie is like, like a, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. Kind of like you know, Casino Royale. He gets his double O status. Yeah. And that he gets his double O status. It's super cool. And then you know he, they're like, "Oh, you become a relic of the past, Bond. You're you know you're old." It's like that just happened four years ago. Yeah. You just became a double O like four years ago. What do you mean? Yeah, honestly. So you're already a yeah, relic. super excited. I'm su- I'm just super excited for this movie. I remember when the trailer came out. That's all I talked about for the rest of the day. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, guys, have you seen this trailer? Yeah. Have um, you seen the Black Widow trailer? Oh. Uh, I I saw it in the in the theaters for mm-hmm. when we saw Rise of Skywalker. It's pretty indifferent about it, because I I like I like Black Widow as a character, but the trailer didn't really sell me mm-hmm. on anything. I think the coolest part of the trailer, the coolest part of the trailer for me, was uh, like the final thing where she's kind of like uh, like the graphic where she's kind of becoming the Black Widow logo. Yeah. That's cool. That's really yeah, cool. That was really cool. For me, it's unfortunate that they had to make a prequel. You know. Yeah. Like they couldn't. Um. I I think they should have made this movie before Endgame was released. Oh no! Sorry. Yeah. Before no no before Endgame. That's right. Because this happens between Infinity War and Endgame, right? Oh, it does. I I, I, th- I thought it. Or is it I thought it, was, I thought it went War? back to Civil War. Yeah. yeah. It's between mm-hmm. Civil War and, and Infinity War. Yeah. That, yes. I, th- I think they they should have released it between Civil War and Infinity War. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's I, I don't I don't mind it too much because, you know, a lot of what you know, say like Star Wars is you're kind of going back and you're trying to find which time slot this movie fits in. So if it's a good movie, I'm for it. Yeah, you, you got you got Russian Captain America. Heck yeah. And it's it's good to see it's good to see him not being thrown into Stranger Things again. Yeah. Oh, what's the guy's name? Uh uh, who, yeah, he plays Hopper. What's his name? Uh, David Arbor. David Arbor. Yeah, yeah. He, he throws on the Russian accent, like a red sort of starred suit, yeah, like a backwards Captain America. Backwards Captain America. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's. It should be fun. Uh, Darian, what do you think? I I, I really don't have much to say. I, I guess <laughs> I, I, I I really don't. <laughs> no, that's fair. Yeah, because yeah. I know. Yeah, because we're black. It's not my area of expertise. So, so what you're trying to say, Darian, is the trailer made you speechless. Yes. Okay. Uh, that's a safe option. We've got uh, Darian, who's going to become an expert on Black Widow, and he's going to report to us soon. Soon. <laughs> yeah. Very soon. Um, after he finishes the uh, graphic CPA novel. Yes. That is true. Um, hopefully there's plans for a sequel. Hopefully we can build that sequel and, you know, just get all the royalties from it. Um, the funding. We, we we need we need the funding to build the CPA sequel. <laughs> <laughs> if accounting is so good, why isn't there accounting too? Honestly, I've never heard bigger facts. Uh, Darren will also get back to us on that. Yeah, he will also get back to us on that. Um, 
now. I think that's the end. Well, <laughs> well, how, 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 how blunt? Wow. It's like, hey, get, that's it. That's, that's all I got. That's all the energy again. Yeah, it's like, uh, well, uh, but wraps it up. Um, so, right, guys, let's pack it up and go home. So pack Great it up conclusion. and go home. <laughs> so I thank you guys for being on this episode of Voice Logs. Um, I really appreciate having you all on. So thank you, Darian. Thank you, uh, Christina, and thank you, Beater, uh, for your continued you. support of the logs uh, and being part of the Wonder Friends. Wonder Friends no is the best family. It's the best, honestly. Yep. Um, and I thank you all for listening to this episode of the logs. It has been such a pleasure delivering you fun content that we hope you enjoy. You know, you always hear us ramble on about random things, and I hope it's, it's as engaging for you to listen as it is for us to make. Um, I do want to thank right now, I want to just say thank you to Darko for being in here uh, and kind of introducing uh, himself to the Wonder Friends. We know he had to uh, duck out after uh, before, before the uh, Rise of Skywalker review. Um, he was just saving himself from spoilers. We enjoyed his presence. We did enjoy his presence, though. We did enjoy it. Just, you know, you got to dodge spoilers as as best as you can, and and, you know, he did. So thank you, Darko, for being here. Thank you for introducing. We will have him in future episodes of the logs. Don't worry. He'll be back. Um, and thank you again. Again, I want to thank you again for listening to a full year of the logs. Uh, get excited for next week's episode. It's going to be a fun one, too, um, where we're going to wrap up a lot of what the logs is and uh, is for 2019. Uh, that You know, it's going to be a 2019 wrapped episode, so get hyped. Um, Thanks, Spotify. Like Spotify, yeah, exactly. Now, I just want to tell you, please go and follow the logs anywhere you listen to podcasts. You could follow and subscribe on uh, Spotify, on Apple Music, on Google Play Music, and and every pretty much every major podcast service. You can go right now and uh, subscribe while you're subscribing to things. You can subscribe to the YouTube channel, and you can get nice transcriptions of the episodes there uh, where you can follow along with our words. Hopefully it's clear. Um, <laughs> then you can go and follow us. You should go and follow us on um, all the social media platforms. I will have the links to all of the Wonder Friends Instagrammies down below. And you should also go follow the logs. Every... <laughs> One per episode. <laughs> the, the classic. Um, so uh, go follow the logs on Facebook, Twitter, and on Instagram. So you can get very, very live, up-to-date things on something like the merch store because you should be heading to the merch store and getting some awesome logs styles we've got awesome fresh things and some incoming uh designs oh. so get hyped for that for the new year and i think it's the gift that keeps on giving it Ooh. is so thank you guys again for listening to this episode of the logs we appreciate you very very much and we hope you'll tune in next week and every week. And we hope you'll also go back to some of the older episodes because those are also a lot of fun and they feature a lot of the Wonder Friends. And the Wonder Friends are pretty great. And you're, you're pretty great too if you're listening to this episode. So thank you again. Love you. 